it became more about the people I surrounded myself with in the places where I worked that really helped me, as you say, kind of glow up a little bit. This week, we're joined by Trisha Bell, who is the General Counsel and SVP for Principal Business Enterprises. And Trisha is just a great, wonderful example of someone who maybe in times past previously dimmed their light, dimmed their shine, tried to fit into the molds of what society and business and the law and expectations told her that maybe she should be. And it was through mentorship and sponsorship, and most importantly, digging in on herself to develop herself from the inside out that helped her develop into this beautiful, bold, fierce, wonderful, authentic human that she is today. You know, I really love her story because she credits a lot of people. And I will tell you that the person that deserves the most credit in this story is is Trisha. So I'm really excited for you to listen in, uh, take from her story, learn a little bit about her. And as always, thanks for listening and be bolder. to this week's episode of Be Boulder. I am so honored and humbled because this week I am joined by the ever fabulous and wonderful Trisha Bell. And uh, Trisha, if you don't know her, you definitely should, but she is the general counsel and SVP of Principal Business Enterprises and all around amazing human beings. So Trisha, welcome to the episode today. Hi, thank you, Lindsay. Thanks for that nice introduction. Hey, uh, no problem. Uh, it's it's kind of easy to, to to brag about wonderful people. So, um, you know, one of the things we always like to do is have you kind of tell us about your career path and how did you get to that pretty stellar role that you sit in today? Sure. So I am a lawyer, similar to you, Lindsay. I have um, been practicing for quite quite some time now, since 2004. Um, my path has not been a straight and narrow one to my role currently as an in-house counsel. Um, you know, I've, I've gone a long, winding road kind of back and forth everywhere from uh, being a defense attorney when I was in law school um, all the way through to working for the state of Ohio and then to the current role that I'm in. But I've done little things along the way uh, to learn a lot, not only about myself, but just about the practice of law and, um, you know, about being a good human being in the job that I do, being empathetic, sympathetic, um, understanding my clients and understanding myself. So it's taken a lot to get to where I am. Oh, amen. Uh, (laughs) um, You know, I, I totally hear, I totally hear that. And I think, Uh, You know, something that you said there is so brilliant that I think a lot of lawyers, business folks, doesn't matter, you know, the working world at large, kind of forget about, right? It's it's that empathy and how do you, you know, sit there and look at the folks on the other side of the table and meet them where they're at? And then also, how do you learn a little bit about yourself along the way? So, um, you know, I do have to say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so... 
uh, proud to have watched your, I'll call it a glow up of sorts, but, um, you know, we, I just think it's been amazing to watch you kind of develop and kind of come into your own. And I've only really caught the tail end of it, you know? <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, and if you haven't seen her, her headshots, go check her out on, on LinkedIn and we'll <laughs> put her stuff in, in the, uh, in the bio, but, you know, you and I previously chatted about kind of, you know, coming into our own and, and how hard that can be in the legal world or the business world and how often we sort of dim our light or, or dim our shine to spit, to, to fit into specific molds, excuse me. So tell me how that has sort of unfolded for you, because I'm really curious about that. Yeah. So thanks for asking that question, because this is something I've been sitting with myself, like how, how have I gotten to at least this place of comfort mm-hmm. um, with who I am in my ability to, to bring value to the table mm-hmm. um, and not just value in one sense of who I am or what I look like or, you know, how my voice sounds. Um, Cause it, there's a, a bunch of hurdles here that I've had to get past, not only with, um, with clients or mm-hmm. with, um, others that I sit next to, but just with myself. Um, so, so a little bit about that. I, when I went to law school, um, I did it as a challenge. My father was a police officer. I grew up kind of with that law enforcement in my home, and mm-hmm. he was so committed to his community and so committed to his role. And I, in watching him, I knew he had a job, but he he did what he loved. And I thought for the longest time, like, that's that's where I want to be. I want to do what I love and what makes me shine. And so instead of kind of going that law enforcement route, I thought, I'm going to do, I'm going to practice law. I'm going to be able to help my clients in a very holistic way because they're going to not be able to solve their problems for them. I'm going to help them see a path that, look, there might be some other things coming in in your way, and I can be your partner in navigating those challenges. And I really thought law school was going to get me there. Um, it was, like I said, it was an, an interesting path that I took because I did go the criminal law route for a very long time um, after after I graduated okay. from school. And that's a taxing place to be, emotionally taxing when you're yeah. very, I come from a place mm-hmm. of empathy in a lot of what I do, emotional investment in in my work. And I just, mm-hmm. it wasn't the right space for me to be in. Um, so after that, it was like, you know, I'm going to go down this route of um, working with clients in the law firm practice and um, working with clients in an intimate way uh, where I could really understand what their issues are, what their problems were. And, and for me, it became more about the people I surrounded myself with in the places where I work that really helped me, as you say, kind of glow up a little bit. And, and so, for instance, I worked with uh, one other female attorney, and I remember sitting in her office, and I was I was in early 30s at the time, and, and she was in her 40s, and she kept saying to me, there comes a point where you just don't care anymore what other people think of you, right? You just hit this comfort with you have this comfort with yourself and who you are and you know you can walk into a room and you could own um own the room a bit and she's like just just wait that's Mm -hmm. gonna happen for you and and I kept waiting I just kept every year I'm like now (laughs) right when I'd wake up and like is it now today like 
Can I walk into the room and feel good about who I am? And it really didn't hit me for a while, Lindsay, that it's not necessarily you wake up and feel that way. You have to do the work. You have to do the work for you. Um, You have to pull off some of those labels that you've already put on yourself or that you've allowed other people to put on you. You have to kind of peel all those things off before you can say, all right, great. Now I'm comfortable. Right. Now, so tell me about those labels. What labels did you put on you or did you feel like the world? Uh, Well, I was always, I've always been kind of a tiny person, (laughs) smaller in stature uh, (laughs) and and, um, kind of meek in voice. And I allowed that presence to be what people saw right away. Right. Like I, Mm. I went into a law, um, into a courtroom one day and one of the judges called me the Doogie Hauser of law. This is in front of my client, in front of um, the room full of people. And at the time I was like, oh, he must think I'm really smart. But as I sat back with it, I was like, it has nothing to do with my smarts. Like he's, he's calling me a little girl, right? He's being a dude. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, I, and I, I let that affect me. I put that label right on. And at that point I said in my head, I could never stand in, in front of a judge in the courtroom and have a voice that makes a difference. I'll just be a really good right hand man. Hmm. So it was things like, like that, or, you know, I let that affect me and I let it label me. And so uh, yeah, and, and I, I understand that because, I mean, I've had my fair share of that, too. You know, people asking me if my dad's coming yep. to the meeting or whatever else, and that's always a charm. Um, <laughs> so how did you work through some of that? You know, because I think a lot of people think, oh, to your point, hey, I, I go through the years or the motions or whatever, and then one day I wake up and I just don't care anymore and I'm fine with being me. And so what are some of the things that you really had to think about or dig in on and own to kind of step into you? So, um, you know, I had, I had to, in a certain way, get over myself a little bit. So I had to get out of my own way. I had to um, do a lot of, I did a lot of reading, a lot of introspection. I did hire a coach, um, an executive coach to work with me. Um, to help me find my voice mm-hmm. a little bit better, especially my leadership voice. And spend a lot of time with my family, with my kiddos. I have a, a young daughter. Um, and see myself in their eyes because they're my my biggest advocates, right? Like There's no judgment in that safe space. So who mm-hmm. they perceived me to be, all appearances aside, is the things that I decided I have to lean into that those thoughts, those feelings, you know, I'm a, I'm a great caregiver. I can be a really smart person. Mm-hmm. I can also suffer from imposter syndrome a little bit, but that helps me be tougher because then I sit back and I say, what I don't know, I need to go learn. Um, and I also had to say that the outside barriers that I've put up, right, this little girl presence, whatever I want to call it, of who she was, um, I had to say, I don't, that doesn't matter anymore right wear what you want to wear Mm -hmm. speak in the voice you want to speak in Um, let that presence let that um that strong person that you are on the inside but also that the person who really cares about others who can exude kindness right Mm -hmm. those are your strengths so lead with that not this other junk yeah oh I love that I love that so 
Would you say then, like, did you have one moment where you realized, like, holy smokes, I stepped into my own? Or do you feel like it was kind of a progressive thing and then you were like, hey, I'm here? How did, how did you feel um, that went Well, I'm still, I'm still not. I don't think I'm truly there yet. <laughs> it's, I'm still still learning okay. how yeah. to, to hold <laughs> my own a little bit. But, but again, the people who I've surrounded myself with, I, had a, I found a great place um, where I work currently, a job that I feel mm-hmm. like these people really, we care about each other. And the room that I sit in, the people who are in on the leadership team, they reflect back a lot of my core values. They reflect back to me um, grace. And if I want to explore something else, right, they don't just see me as a lawyer. They see me as another smart person in the room and um, they allow me opportunities. So just a couple months ago, we had a vacancy in a position, in a senior position, and we needed somebody to Mm -hmm. step up and run sales for a small period of time. And you wouldn't naturally think, oh, let's have Trisha, the lawyer, do it. But I raised my hand and I said, let me try. And they said, go, do it, right? So so I think, too, one, yeah. finding the place that supports you the best is key. And two, raising your hand mm-hmm. and saying, I want to try this. Let, let me jump and support me whether I succeed or I fail. No, and that's, and that's so true. And I, I mean, I think the environment that, so I, I know that the folks, some of the folks that you uh, get to interact with every day, and I think that, you know, they're, they're pretty stellar human beings, right? It sounds like a really supportive and collegial team. You know, everybody's working for the, for the greater good of, of what you guys uh, think about every single day. But I mean, if you haven't, you haven't heard it from anyone else. I mean, I've been on some of those calls with you and I, I would say like you're one of just the fiercest folks in the room in a positive way. You know, you just kind of you confidently and 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 smoothly move through the things that you need to think about and, and you meet people where they are and you help them through the conversation. So I feel like if you don't hear that, you know, anywhere else, you should hear it now because it's um, the, the, the you of 10 years ago or so that you so described compared to where you are now, I think. You're even though you say you're not there yet, you're dangerously close. (laughs) (laughs) So good for you. So now I'm going to I'm going to go out here and I'm going to talk about this because, you know, when I got to hear this story from you, uh, it sort of just brought me immense joy. And so, um, you know, I don't know if you'll you'll brag on yourself about this, but I will. (laughs) And so I will tell everyone here that Trisha was recently awarded the Mitchell Award for Performance Beyond Expectations at Principal Business Enterprises for living the values of the PBE founders. And so that's a multi-generational business for the for the record. And, and they do some pretty um, interesting and amazing things. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and how that made you feel and how that affected you? So, so this is another space, Lindsay, where I still have room to grow. I'm not great when it comes to getting awards or attention like that. <laughs> It's not, mm-hmm. it's not my bag of mm-hmm. chips, but I want it to be. I want it. I want to be gracious and I want to um, accept that, not just, you know, physically accept the award, but take it in and say, hey, high five yourself. You did a great job. I'm going to get better at that. Um, but I can tell you we, um, at our company, we do annual awards. And I've been other places where people do annual awards or like, you know, recognition for others. And in, in my mind, deep down in my um 
in my body was like, I really, someday I'd love to win an award. I love award shows. Who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, I guess there are people who don't. But I love watching people win awards. <laughs> I think it's super cool. Um, but I've never mm-hmm. quite gotten there. And it was this year um, which allowed me to, to step up um, specifically as a result of the COVID impact and how the impact it was having on the on the nation, the world, but specifically my business. And I was able to jump in. I led multiple teams that were responses to what we were doing around COVID just to make sure we were keeping people and keeping mm-hmm. them as safe as we could, you know, doing other things within our workforce to really make people feel like they're still part of a team, even if we're distanced. Um And Mm -hmm. I think someone, and I still don't know who, Lindsay, someone at my work submitted a nomination um, for those efforts. And I actually submitted a nomination myself for for other people um, because I felt like a lot of people deserved (laughs) recognition for everything that we were doing and kind of living through relative to COVID. And um, I showed up at work the day that they were having the award ceremony. Um, They went through and kind of listed out all the the reasons why certain people were nominated and people kept walking up and getting their awards and I kept thinking a little bit in the room like do I why am I here right is it did the person <laughs> I nominated did they win because that would be awesome I want to see them succeed I want to see people recognized and it wasn't until they started to read um, the reason for that awardee to win the one that I won that I was like wait a second this this could be me. Is this me? Um, and it, it's a great feeling. It really is. Uh, I felt it's a little bit like, um, I don't know if you've seen the movie Frozen when Elsa sings Let It Go. Oh, <laughs> or, I have. you know, in The Greatest yeah. Showman when they sing This Is Me. It's like those those moments oh. like where where someone recognizes and you can stand up and you can say, yeah, that I did that. And I'm so proud of what I did. Um, so I'm just really I'm just really thankful that that happened yeah and like I just love how they they kind of like surprised you and you were like why am I here and then you were walking up onto the stage I just like I think that is something that's so beautiful about you though like that level of humility you know you were there to be supportive of other people because you thought that was part of your job as you know an executive and a leader and um it was only when they were like, hey, come up on stage. Did you go, oh, oh, my gosh, holy smokes, you know, this is me. And I think that's such a beautiful thing that a lot of uh, leaders need these days. And I think a lot of folks forget about. So it's uh, it's pretty beautiful to hear. And if you're interested, uh, Trisha's mug is currently posted with the other winners on I-75 <laughs> on a big billboard. So if you're interested in seeing that. Uh, drive up and down I-75 if you're in the middle of the country. Right. That's right. My mom, you know, it's so funny that you still go to your parents for accolades, and I still do. So I sent the picture to my mom, and she's like, that's so, so cool that they did that, and you're not missing, right? Like like a missing person or a missing child. It's like, yeah, you're right. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> How funny. Okay, so... This one's kind of interesting to ask of people, but, you know, as you're developing and stepping into that 100% authentically, truly you, what are the things that you would tell the you of like 10 or 20 years ago? So I would tell me um, to enjoy every stage of transition, right? That there's always the next 
opportunity. There's always the next moment uh, to do more, but it's also kind of the the grit, the climb, the the strength it takes to make those transitions that's going to make you who you are. And I wish, I know in eighth grade, I wrote myself a letter. They sent it to me when I graduated from high school, but I wish I would have wrote myself more and been honest um, in my letters or my journals about this is who you are now. These are your strengths. Don't let this go. But that other stuff, right, those labels um, that maybe look that nasty look someone gave you in a hallway or how you felt you were treated in a situation, Uh, let that go. It doesn't define you. Those moments, they help you grow, but that that's not who you are. So I wish I would have I wish I would have told myself that more often. Break out of those shells, break those molds, those labels. It's not who you are. Oh, I love it. I love it. So um you know, now I'm just going to go ahead and say this, that, you know, the way you shine from the inside out now is just so wonderful and so amazing. And I'm, I'm so honored to watch and be, you know, a privy to just, you know, witnessing this, what I would classify as just like beautiful blossom for you. Um, you know, what are you thinking about in terms of your next step of next steps, if, if there's multiple of watching, you know, or helping that inner light that you have just shine forward. What are you thinking about moving forward? Well, I know that I, I'm always going to have a drive um, to do more, to help more. It's just in my nature. So I just want to make sure that the role that I keep, that I'm in now, um, that I feel solid and grounded and I'm learning um, and I'm doing, but it's all with a desire to help others because I that's just something that's incredibly important to me Uh, I also I Mm -hmm. also want to help mentor sponsor you know do other things for other women who are struggling um, in the spaces where I was where they maybe didn't feel accepted or they didn't feel as if they were being Mm -hmm. lifted up by someone else um, and say come on over here Mm -hmm. right come play in my playground (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh I love that it's uh and I, I feel the same way, right? That I feel like, um, you know, there's so many times and it's particularly women, you know, are a little harder, I think, on women sometimes, you know, than they need to be. So um, when we can have some sort of sisterhood amongst us where we're all fighting um, to help each other grow and shatter glass ceilings and develop, I think is always super beautiful. So, um, you know, what, a couple more questions before we wrap up here today, but you know, which is there working through the process, uh, if there's anything we haven't already covered. So I think the first thing is, is if, if you're in a situation where you feel like you're being overly labeled or you're, you're dulling your glow, you're not able to shine in the way that, that you feel you can, you don't have to stay in that situation from a job perspective, right? There's other mm-hmm. places where you can go and you will will be brought into the room and re- your voice will be valued. But you, everyone has to do a little bit of that work. You have to be able mm-hmm. to sit back. It's not, not going to happen one day where you wake up and you're like, whoop, don't care anymore, right? People can say what they want. It's not going to affect me. I mean, it would be beautiful if it happened that way. But you have to do that work behind the scenes. You have to bring your confidence forward. You have to bring forward the things that make you the beautiful person that you are. And surround yourself with people who will only nurture and let those things shine. 
So, so read the books, <laughs> do the work, write down, at least in a journal, write down some things that you strive to be in your community, for your family, for your work, and the strengths that you bring to those situations and keep doing that. Ugh, I love it. Well, that is certainly beautiful advice for all of those who, like all of us do, you know, I think everyone struggles in their own way or has struggled and they just need to like step into their own and like you said, kind of get over themselves to some degree, right? Um, So I think that's just, you know, simply beautiful advice. Do the work, put in the time, take those laps around the track and uh, ultimately the outcome is better, assuming you stay consistent with it, right? So cool. Well, it was such a pleasure to have you on this episode. I am so honored and humbled to be um, witnessing your journey and, and can't wait to see where the next, you know, two, five, seven years takes you. And uh, I just love watching the authentic, beautiful you shine. So thank you for being on our episode. Thanks for today. having me, Lindsay. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review if you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Insta at BeBolderCast or visit our blog at TheBolderLife.com. If you have questions or suggestions for me, leave me a message at 614-706-6693. 